time to heed the call for financial freedom. This is the Audible Advisor Podcast with Spiros Vasilakos of Athenian Private Client Group. Welcome into the Audible Advisor Podcast. I'm Ben George. He's Spiros Vasilakos, president over at Athenian Private Client Group. And we talk a lot, Spiros, about things we should be doing in financial planning and ways we can improve our position and our financial future. But we don't always talk about the things that we probably shouldn't be doing, right? So I think today, I think we should focus on it's getting out of our own way. And a lot of times, you know, the reason why we, we don't have success and really a lot of different aspects of life is we make mistakes. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're, you know, we, we all have flaws. And, you know, unfortunately, we make certain decisions thinking that, you know, it, it's the right decision. But sometimes it's always good to go outside, you know, and, and maybe discuss it with a third party or maybe with an expert, you know, somebody that's actually been through these types of, you know, ups and downs. And, you know, obviously, we're, we're talking about, you know, the current situation in the market. I mean, the way the economy has been working lately. So, you know, a lot of people have been making certain decisions. Um, you know, they probably won't know if they're mistakes probably for another month or so. But at the end of the day, no worries. I mean, we're, we all get there uh, eventually. And uh, we, we, we learn from our mistakes. Yep. So we're going to try to point out a few of these things that people do with uh, financial planning that they probably shouldn't and it ends up hurting them over time. And hopefully these things, uh, maybe you'll find one that you've been doing or maybe you've been thinking about doing, but hopefully it kind of talks you into making the right decisions. But also you want to make sure you're working with your advisor so that you, well, oftentimes your advisor will help you, as you mentioned, having that person to rely on can help you for making these decisions as well. So you'll find us online, theaudibleadvisor.com. Check us out there. You can also schedule a time to meet with Spiros if you want to talk about any of your financial planning questions or concerns or just thoughts. You can always log on to theaudibleadvisor.com, but also call Spiros as well. He's got the number set up. You can call now at 727-754-8418. All right. So again, there are plenty of external factors that often negatively influence our chances of a successful retirement. But many times, as we know, failure comes from within. So let's talk about some of these common ways that people get in their own way with financial planning. And you mentioned the, the market we're in, Spiros. It's... Um, not great right now. It has been good for a while. So really emotion is the first thing I want to touch on here. Fear or greed, whatever that emotion is, it always pushes you to buy or sell at the wrong time. Listen, I mean, it, what's really important is that people understand that there's certain things that you can control and certain things you can't control. We talk about this a lot, um, you know, especially for our clients that we do our behavioral finance sessions with fear and greed really come up, you know, a lot. And we saw this during COVID. I mean, I mean, during COVID, you know, people were, you know, fear is an emotional, you know, type of uh, bias and greed is more of a cognitive type, type bias. And I, I tell indiv individuals, look, when, when you're fearful is really the worst time to make certain decisions. I mean, what you need to do is really just go back, uh, you know, and look at your plan and look at your, your, your time horizon and say to yourself, okay, you know, am I able to actually sustain whatever short-term, you know, type of crisis that's happening right now? I mean, right now we're going through inflation, uh, nothing compared to, you know, COVID where, you know, people were getting sick and, you know, there were shutdowns and our entire economy actually shut down. Mm -hmm. um, you know, nothing, you know, similar, you know, it's, it's not the same, but 
at the end of the day, the the emotion, the feeling is still there. Uh, you know, one of the biases that you know we talk about when it comes to fear, you know, is what we call lost aversion. You know, this is actually a, a bias. You know, just based on you know an, an emotional driven uh, loss where you're more afraid of actually you know losing something based on things that you're seeing out there. So what, what you do is, you know, whatever you're hearing out there, you're saying to yourself, okay, I need to do something right now. And it's, it's, it has to get done rather than just sitting back and saying, you know what, I really have to think about this. Is this really going to affect me in the, in the long term? And that's where a financial advisor really, you know, steps in. Now, as far as greed, you know, we talk about this all the time, you know, someone's loss is someone's opportunity you know, these are, you know, could be opportune times for, for many individuals if you're a long-term investor, right? So, you know, you can actually, uh, you know, purchase things that are out in the market that really, you know, that are really inexpensive right now. And if, if you're looking in the long term, you know, these are things that can actually potentially grow uh, your portfolio. So, you know, at the end of the day, fear and greed, um, it's, it's something within us, but you know, that's why you hire a financial advisor so that they can walk you through the steps of making sure you don't make the wrong decisions. This is probably one that you, uh, you work with a lot, right? Since you come from a behavioral perspective on a lot of things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talk about this, you know, from our first session, when we first, uh, you know, start working with the client and we discuss the different biases and, and we actually relate them to certain crises that I've seen. I mean, I've been in the business for 22 years. I mean, I saw this in, you know, 21, you know, 2001 during, you know, 9-11. I saw this, you know, actually, you know, obviously in 08 during the financial, you know, meltdown. I, you know, we saw this in 2018, fourth quarter 2018, market was down 25%. People just didn't know what was going on. You know, the Federal Reserve decided that they were going to start raising rates at the wrong time. So it, it really disrupted the market. You know, COVID, March 2020. I mean, again, that that was huge uh, for a lot of people. Everybody thought it was the end of the world, right? So, mm-hmm. um, you know, and now, you know, with inflation. So, you know, the market's hot. You know, I tell people markets can't go up to perpetuity. You know, there, there's going to be times that things are going to have to cool down. But if you have the right plan and you work with the f- right financial advisor, you'll be okay. You know, just, you know, wait it out. Yep, it, I know it, it gets said a lot, and I'm sure that message has been hammered home to people over time, but it's true. Fear and greed can really lead you down the wrong path, so just pay attention and, and rely on your advisor. All right, number two, we, we talk tax planning quite a bit, but the mistake a lot of people make is is they make investment choices, and often bad ones, just in an effort to save money on taxes. This is something that I, I don't understand, I, and I really think that people shouldn't be doing this stuff on their own. I really think they should be either, you know, working with their financial advisor and talking about tax harvesting, or working with a CPA that understands, you know, what their current tax uh, situation is. You know, people try to, you know, figure it on their own. They're saying, well, you know what, I have a, a twelve thousand dollar gain, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to go purchase the stock and the stock takes a loss, well, you know what, at least I can take the loss. What they don't understand is that you can't take the entire loss uh, for that year, right? So, you know, you're only allowed to take up to $3,000 and then every, you know, other losses carry over. So if you had a a $12,000 gain and a $12,000 loss, 
you know, it's not like real estate. It's not considered a passive gain or a passive loss. It's actually, you're only allowed to take 3000 per year. And then when people hear that, it's like, oh, well, you know, what am I doing? Well, at the end of the day, you know, you really got to start thinking about, you know, making sure that your advisor, you and your CPA are sitting all in the same table and just understanding what are your tax implications are, you know, how to, how to tax harvest when you need to tax harvest, you know, making sure you don't make these mistakes. Yeah, it's all about avoiding those mistakes. But yeah, taxes is definitely something that is very difficult to try to manage on your own and, and plan out on your own. So we're, we're, use that professional to help you on the tax planning side. All right. Cash is another thing that comes up quite a bit. And and this one can go a couple of different ways. Spiros, I know right now people are thinking, hey, I need to get out the cash. I, I need to get out of the market. It's just I can't take it anymore. And they end up sitting in cash for too long, don't don't really know when to get back in and, and end up just waiting and missing out on a lot of a lot of opportunities. I think the other side of that too is that there's some people too that will just save cash uh, as they go forward to say, uh, eventually I'll figure out what I want to invest in. But for now, I'm just going to play it safe and just put money into a savings account and I'll get there at some point. But having that cash there for too long and procrastinating on what to do with it can can give you trouble. Well, especially during this environment, right? So it's important that people understand if you're going to have cash in a, in, a, in a cash savings account, is money that you're going to actually start using or, you know, in the next couple of months, you're going to be using it uh, for some reason, or you're just basically using it to cover all of your expenses. But if you have, you have a savings account, you know, you're not going to be using that cash, you know, with inflation being so high right now, your purchasing power is, is terrible. You're actually losing money right now uh, sitting in a savings account. Your money's not growing. Uh, you know, imagine, you know, inflation at eight and a half percent, which is what we're seeing today. And you're basically getting two percent in your savings account. Right. So in actuality, you're losing around six percent on your money because it's not growing. Right. So you, you, you got to make that decision and, and really getting into certain types of vehicles that have growth features in it. You know, you got to also think about, you know, how much risk do I really want to take? Uh, if you feel that, you know, you're willing to take a little bit more risk, then, you know, you sit down with your financial advisor, go over your plan and figure out where, you know, what types of things that you can actually start looking at uh, to, to get a little bit more growth in, in uh, you know, when it comes to your money. If you try to do this on your own and you try to figure out or, you know, you're saying, well, I'm not, I'm not knowledgeable enough, so I'm just going to keep it in cash. You know, at the end of the day, you're really hurting yourself. Um, I really think, you know, you should be a little bit more proactive. You should, you know, if you don't have an advisor, start looking for one, uh, you know, someone that can actually understand what your uh, ultimate goals are uh, when it comes to your money. Understand what does money mean to you? I mean, we ask that question all the time with our clients and we get all sorts of answers. And that just gives us an idea of, you know, how we should be able to help them manage uh, their money. So, don't procrastinate. Uh, this is really not the time to do that, especially if you're, uh, you know, you got another 20, 25 years or maybe more uh, towards retirement. Start putting more money, you know, into certain things that are going to grow. All right. We're talking about the secret to retirement success, which is often just getting out of your own way. Got a couple more here, Spiros. You're, as we, we, we talked about one behavior, here's another one. Um, people that get just get hung up on just overthinking and overanalyzing every decision that they that they have in front of them where they eventually just don't even make a decision at all. Yeah, I mean, look, uh, you know, overthinking uh, every decision, I mean, we call it, you know, it's, it's, it's basically you're promoting negative self-talk. I mean, it's, you're trying to convince yourself not to do something that 
you know, you really don't have all the information on it. It's just basically you're convincing yourself and saying you're making the right decision. I mean, it drives me crazy because, you know, I've had, um, you know, potential clients that actually have actually come in. And, you know, we have this conversation a lot and we talk about, you know, certain things that we would recommend that they should do. And, you know, they're trying to convince me that, you know, this is the reason why they've been doing certain things for a certain time and why they should continue doing it going forward. And, you know, the one question I asked, I said, well, has anything changed? Have you seen any results by doing that, you know, in the last year or six months? And, you know, the answer is always no. I said, well, if nothing's changed and nothing has actually gotten better, wouldn't you think it'd be a great time for you at least to explore, to start thinking about doing something else? And, you know, you, you start to see the the their eyes and, and how it just lights up and they're like, you know what, it makes sense. So sometimes talking to somebody, a third party, somebody that understands uh, that could give you some, you know, some options and maybe a, an outside objective uh, could probably be the best thing for you. You know, thinking about things on your own and trying to convince yourself why not to do certain things, you're just going to find yourself stuck and you're going to see yourself fall behind. And then you're going to start blaming, you know, and I've seen this where they blame other people mm-hmm. for not being able to do certain things. And, you know, really at the end of the day, it's you. It's you having to, you know, make that decision and saying, I'm just going to do it. So, you know, again, that's why it's important. Have an advisor, talk to your financial advisor, um, you know, talk to even friends and family that actually are working with advisors. Maybe just get an outside view of, you know, what they're doing, you know, maybe something that you can pick up on and maybe do some more research on on your own. But at the end of the day, you know, you, you really got to make some some sort of a decision. Sure do. All right. Last one here. And. This one I think has become more and more prevalent with the increase in just access that people have to information. But, you know, oftentimes before it was getting financial advice from friends and family, maybe a good stock tip from a coworker. But this financial advice comes in many forms. And now we can we can hop online or on Twitter or on Facebook and, and get financial information at our fingertips. But the mistake that people make, Spiros, is just they blindly trust what they read or they see or they hear rather than getting that information from a financial professional. Yeah, I mean, again, I think, you know, educating yourself and and reading certain things, it's just basically you're you're getting the foundation. And I tell people, you're just really getting the foundation. They're not really telling you things that are pertain to your situation. It's more general information. And that's the reason why you should sit with a financial advisor to actually talk about your situation. What are your goals? What are, what are your current financial, um, you know, needs that you need right now today, right? So, you know, don't, don't be afraid to sit with a financial advisor. If you're going out there and you're looking for one and you're sitting with them, don't feel like you're obligated to work with that person. You're actually, you're, you're in an interviewing process. You're, you know, when I sit down with somebody new, I'm interviewing them just as much as they're interviewing me. We want to make sure it's the right fit. We want to make sure we can actually help, you know, the individual and that, that individual is interviewing us and make sure that we're qualified. You know, we have the proper expertise. We, you know, we're knowledgeable. And they want to hear, you know, what we've done with clients that are similar to them in their current situation. So, you know, don't be afraid. Um, you know, at the end of the day, sometimes it's best that, um, you know, you get advice uh, from someone who's a professional, an expert, you know, in certain areas of, you know, financial planning. Try not to do it yourself, because if you try to do it yourself and you read all these articles, one, you're going to get all confused and you're probably going to procrastinate and you're probably not going to want to do anything because it's just so much information. Right. Um, so, I mean, that alone should just make you say, you know what, I need to sit down with someone. 
Yeah, it's so so important to to have someone that you can trust and, and have that relationship with and rely on, and and that's why financial advisor can help you out in a lot of these situations so that you avoid uh, making these mistakes. Because oftentimes, Spiros, you know, the job that you do is just to help someone and keep them from from going down the some of these paths um, that they would do on their own without the guidance. Yeah, I mean, I can't tell you how many individuals I actually sit down with that, you know, for some whatever reason, they, they just, they're not ready. Uh, they're not ready to become a client or, you know, it's just not the right fit. But the information that we give them, you know, to at least have a foundation to say to themselves, okay, I can really, uh, now I know what types of questions to ask when I'm sitting with an advisor or what certain things I should be reading and how I should take that article that I'm reading. Uh, you know, what, what things I should be looking for. So, you know, we give them some ideas. Um, you know, look, I'm, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, educating the more people we can educate. Um, I think the more our, our business and, and the industry will thrive. And I think people will be, you know, I, again, I'm a huge advocate of financial literacy. Um, you know, state of Florida a couple of months ago just passed a, a law saying that, you know, financial literacy for, you know, kids from K to five, you know, I mean, it's, it, and that's huge. And mm-hmm. I, and I think that if, if we're more financial literate, um, you know, we can have better conversations with financial advisors, make better decisions, uh, for ourselves. I, I truly believe that, you know, if we go down that road, we're, we're, we're going to be better. Everyone's going to be better for it. Man, that's great news. I really wish that would become standard everywhere, honestly, with the with just any level of financial education, right? That's that's the one thing that really just you realize after the fact that it's severely lacking once you get out into the real world and start facing those decisions and every day. It's man, I wish I would have learned more about this when I was growing up. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate. I mean, we don't they don't teach this stuff in in, in elementary school, right? Or in high school. Nope. You figure at high school, you know, you start, you know, maybe take a course, you know, in financial financial literacy and you'd be surprised a lot of people you know, I, I didn't take that. I mean, they didn't nope. offer it. They just never, it wasn't available. I had to, you know, read Forbes magazine and, you know, think about, you know, okay, well, how do these people, you know, make it? How, how are they successful? What are they doing? You know? And so yeah. I had to really educate myself uh, on my own, but now, you know, things are changing and I think uh, we're, we're on the right track. Very good. Well, hopefully this episode helps you uh, avoid a f- few of these key and crucial decisions that can maybe throw off your retirement or throw off your financial future a bit. But again, even if you do make these mistakes or have made these mistakes before, it's always a good time now to start the planning process, right? You can get back on the right track. Just sit down with an advisor and, and start that process. If you if you don't have one, you want to sit down and talk with Spiros, get to know him a little bit more, you can find him online, theaudibleadvisor.com. Jot down this number as well, 727-754-8418. And, uh, and begin that process because, you know, I think it would be the best decision many people make is by working with that advisor and start planning for that long term. All right, Spiros, we do appreciate it as always. I uh, look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you, Ben. And uh, I want to again thank everyone. I, I always say this on every episode, but I want to thank you for listening to, you know, all of our episodes and, and joining us on the podcast. And again, please keep moving forward towards financial independence. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Athenian Private Client Group are not affiliated.